Hello, KFC Supercoaches. Welcome to the Pre-Lockout Podcast. It's round 20, head-to-head finals start next week, so it's time to start setting up your team. I'm Tom Sangster, and Wilson Smith is here, coach of the backseat bandits who are absolutely flying. Yeah, man. Last week was a really good week for me. Definitely my best week of the season. I came just short of cracking 1,500 points. Nice. Uh, and I think I got the, the 48th best score of the round, so... Wow. Uh, pretty happy with that. Moved up to almost 2.6k rank. So, wow, that's a big move yeah. from backseat bandits. That's for sure. You, and I mean, you're running relatively low on trades, but what are you thinking this week? Yeah, I only got four trades left. That's still okay. So like, that's still like better than a lot of people. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm definitely sort of. I'd be happy to make some trades, but I'm think I'm just going to hold off this week. Um, I sort of want two there for round 25, just for the yeah. inevitable mass restings, and I sort of want to keep two for just injuries and force uh, force changes, which don't think I have any this week, so probably not going to be making any trades this nice. week. Nice. All right, good move there. Yeah, we were talking about uh, round 25 earlier off-air, and the point to make there is that head-to-head finals finish in round 24 this year. That's a week earlier, so that your head-to-head finals aren't messed up by all the resting, etc., that generally happens in that last round. But... The overall still gets counted in round 25. So uh, a lot of people are going to be out of trades, going nuts for their head-to-head final, and then round 25 could be a big moving week in the overall rankings. So, look, for me, I've got eight trades left going into this week, and I'm certainly saving two. I'll have six after this week, but certainly saving two for that final week because it could be a big moving week in the overall rankings. James Tedesco's in for me. He's the most purchased player. I wish I got on last week instead of Munster. I probably would have captained him too in that matchup, but it, uh, I, I didn't do it. Do it. Should have, would have, could have. Yeah, that, that was the one trade I made last week. Uh, yeah. I was tossing, I had to get rid of Pappenhausen. I was tossing up between Teddy and Ruben Garrick. And I actually had Ruben Garrick in my team for most of the week, and then the last minute changed to Teddy and <sighs> captained him. So, jeez, uh, my, my team wouldn't have had a very good week if I had gone the Ruben Garrick route. I certainly can't talk anyone out of getting James Tedesco, that's for sure. The next most... We'll get to questions in a sec, so send those through, guys, on the Facebook Live. Payne Haas, look, I've owned him for the entire season. I've held him through all the drama when he was averaging 50 while carrying those three separate injuries. Uh, but he was was back after two weeks off and looked enormous against... Uh, in that in that Thursday night game, scored, two, scored a try... Uh, and just look sensational. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I held him for the whole season. Um, I thought this would happen. I thought that uh, when he had all those injuries and lots of people were jumping off him, uh, I definitely thought it would be worth holding because I, I just I saw a game like last week coming uh, where he, you know, not not a super pod, but uh, by his standards, he uh, is currently at pod ownership. So um, I think given last week's score and with the two weeks off, he's looking a lot fresher. Um, so I, I'm not surprised at all that lots of people are jumping back on. Send your questions through, guys, on the Facebook Live. Um, Riley is asking, what are both of your ranks? Well, Will so just said, what are you, 2,000? 2,188. 2,188. So just Pretty outside solid. the top 2K. Uh, I'm 8,000th. So sitting in, I, I like saying it's the top 6%. That's how, <laughs> I, that's how I like to look at it. But I've got plenty of trades left, so hopefully I can rise through the ranks. Send your questions through, guys. Uh, Gary is asking... I'll go with Harrison. He's asking straight C on Tedesco this week. He'll go back-to-back 150s. Yeah, I I think I'm going to be doing that. Um, yep. Mostly just because if I chuck the VC on him, there's 
no one else in my starting side that I really want to have to drop to do the loop when he does inevitably go ham against my uh, poor Manly Seagulls. It's not been a good week. <laughs> well, we'll get to the super coach implications out of um, that drama, but I mean, regardless of your views on the world and views on life, it's just a complete cluster, just a complete F up <laughs> totally yeah. by on Manly Seagulls' part. Uh, and it could have really stuffed up your season. I think it's definitely derailed our season. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get pumped this week by the Roosters. I don't, I'm not sure about that because it is at Four Pines Park, a.k.a. Brookvale Oval. I think that they'll fire up. I think that there'll be lots of fans there, I think, but everyone's going to rally behind the club in a crisis. And Des is great at dealing with a crisis. Like He's got a good track record of teams coming good when, when they're completely backs against the wall. So I don't think the Seagulls will win, but I don't think they'll just roll over in front of the Roosters either. Mm. Yeah, if anyone can orchestrate an upset in, in situations like this, Des. it's Des. So uh, <laughs> anything's possible. I just I have a really bad feeling. After Desi's speech yesterday, yeah. I think uh, people would be fired up after that. Move on to... Uh, will Garrick fire this weekend with so many uh, with so many out for Manly or bring in Tedesco? Interesting question. Yeah, I mean, this Garrick's the, been really popular. This was the dilemma I was in last week, mm. and I ended up going Tedesco. And yep. uh, in hindsight, now I have no regrets. So, um, if if you're looking at that trade again this week, I think I would go with Tedesco again. You would think that um, if the Seagulls do play well and get close to the Roosters. They won't be scoring that many points, mm. I don't think. And certainly that doesn't suit Garrick or DCE, who was a p- pretty popular purchase last week. Um, what have we got here? We've got oh, four trades left, and I'm first overall. Wow. Is this for real? I'm not sure. There's Luke Easton. We'll have to check up on Luke. Um, what are your thoughts? I don't know why you're asking us for advice, <laughs> by the way. But uh, he's sixth in his head-to-head league, even though he's first overall. What are your thoughts on... Hines, Tedesco, Clemmer, Haas. Hines to Tedesco, I think he's saying, and Clemmer to Haas. Yeah, I love both those moves. I I actually have all four of those players, and I'm definitely keeping all of them. But if you can swing Hines to Tedesco and Clemmer to Haas, um, I mean, I like those moves, but it would leave him down to just two trades trades. for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's tight. For me, Hines is probably... a hold, and he's playing it in Cronulla this weekend where he's got a pretty good record. So for me, I'd probably try and keep him at halfback, which mm. is what I've done, and find another way to get Tedesco in at fullback. Uh, in terms of Clamber to Haas, Haas just looks so good on Thursday night. I think you pretty much have to bring him in. Yeah, I mean, Clamber's been pretty consistent, but Haas mm. just is on another level. I think that, that two-week rest has just got him back to where he was at the start of the season. Yeah, exactly. And I'm expecting mid-70s for him for the rest of the season, which is obviously keeper level um, in Supercoach, but particularly at that front row position, which has been pretty tough this year. Yeah, 100%. Completely agree. Uh, we'll move on to the next most purchased player, Jojo Fafida, also known as Sasefo Fafida. Uh, look, I think I'm going to bring him in this week. If it was earlier in the season, he'd just be a locked-in cheapie. He's mm. averaged 53 over those first two games. The question is, do you go nuffs or cheapies now? For me, I'm going to go depth with another cheapie because I feel like COVID is going to have a fair say in the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Earlier on in the season, would have been all over him. Now now that I'm down to just four trades, uh, I'm not going to be going there. But um, 
I can understand why he's one of the most purchased just because um, clearly he's like a, a downgrade to uh, someone else's centre wing or even a back rower or, or something um, to bring in the likes of Payne Haas or Tedesco. So uh, if you're bringing him in uh, as a downgrade to upgrade elsewhere, I can get around it. But like you said, I think I'd uh, if, if it was me, I'd be bringing in enough instead. Valentine Holmes, I, I wish I got on last week, 119 points. He's got that amazing run. So it was the, um, it was the Tigers last week. Then he has the Dragons and the Dogs. So it's a pretty good run. I know the Dogs aren't absolute easy beats these days. But as runs go in KFC Supercoach, that's pretty much as good as it gets. Yeah, if I could make, if I had more trades and I could make any, uh, pick up any one of these most purchased guys this week, it would be Val Holmes. Yeah. Um, but I'm just being a little bit cautious and, and holding off uh, for when injuries strike. Um, but otherwise, he would absolutely be in my team. Look, I've got Tedesco to get in, and I've got him as more of a priority than mm. Val Holmes. And my other trade needs to be used to get a cheap yield to free up cash, so I can't get Val Holmes. But I'll be watching the Cowboys with my hands over my face <laughs> because I'll, I'll barely be able to watch him. He's playing that well. Matt Burton, another guy who's playing really well, and he's got the best five-round average at um, 5'8". So he's one of these guys that's absolutely killing it on recent form, and mm. he's really gone to another level since uh, the coaching change there. Yeah, five-round average of 79, and yeah. I think since Mick Potter came in, he's averaging 81. So, yeah. the I mean, the numbers are good. Um, the Bulldogs are definitely um, a far better team now than they were at the start of the season. So, uh, I mean, the numbers don't lie. If if you're tossing up bringing in Matt Burton or Cameron Munster, um, I mean, you know, real-life NRL, uh, you'd obviously think Munster since he's playing for the Storm, but the Storm uh, are in a bit of a slump at the moment, and... Um, I don't know. Um, Matt Burton looks slightly more appealing. Well, you reckon he's more appealing? Well, he's certainly he is more purchased this week because Cameron Munster's next on this list. I feel like the Storm are going to fire up now after that big rev up from Bellamy hmm. in the press conference. I feel like they're going to come home really strong and Munster is obviously going to be at the centre of the whole situation. The issue I've got about the Storm is no Pappenhausen, but Nick Manny's pretty more than serviceable fullback as well. So I'm I'm going Munster over Burton. I know Burton's the pod, but for me, I think the Storm are going to charge home really hard. Yeah, and we were, we were saying before that Munster's one of those guys that sort of post-origin, towards the end of the season, really starts to fire. So exactly. maybe with Pappenhausen out, uh, he's, he really, him and Jerome Hughes really step up and uh, get back to that sort of form that we know they, they can be at. Well, the Storm have... They've actually got the biggest injury toll of any team this season. Plus, they had a lot of players out through Origin as well. So, they're just sort of getting up to speed now. I think they're going to come home really hard. So, Cameron Munster, for me, even though he's not a pod, I can't not have him in my team. Latrell Mitchell is a guy I bought in for the buy round a few weeks back. He's averaged 107 since the injury. <laughs> so, he's looking interested. He's on fire. He's got a really tough run coming home. But... Uh, look, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to buy him this week, but I'm certainly a happy owner. Yeah, I, I have him as well, and uh, I've been very happy with him. I think if it's between him and Teddy uh, Tedesco this week, I'd probably prioritise Tedesco. But I think the last couple of weeks have shown, even with South's difficult draw, um, Luttrell is still scoring pretty well. I, um, what did he end up last week on against Storm? Uh, 99? He ended up with 90-odd, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he he's shown... that the, and Since he's been back, South's a gone to another level, so um, I wouldn't be too concerned about their poor 
match matchups, I think he can still score really well. Joseph Sawali, interesting to see that he's a popular buy, having been one of the more sold players over the last few weeks or few months, really. But he does have that matchup against Manly this week. I've held for the whole time. I've been playing him most weeks. I've got a bit of a man crush on him, I have to say. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to admit it. But would I go out of my way to buy him this week? Probably not. I think at this point in the season, he's a bit too expensive for my likes. Right now, if I had the money to bring him in, I'd probably go Val instead. Um, but um, like I was saying earlier, I do think the Roosters are in for a um, big performance this week against Manly. And uh, Suwali and Daniel Tupo on the other side are probably going to be a really big part of that. Cameron Murray, um, probably don't need to talk too much about him, but if you need to prop up, uh, not prop up, if you need to improve your forwards then Cam Murray, you just can't go wrong with him. Yeah, I completely agree. I think if you can swing um, the likes of Payne Harsian, I'd probably go him ahead of Murray, but Murray would be probably number two on that list for me. And Joey Manu is the 10th most purchased player. For me, this doesn't make sense because he's been averaging 140-odd in the last five <laughs> rounds, where he's mostly played 5'8 and, um, and fullback. But he's back to centre this week. He averages mid-70s at centre. So that's still very good, but uh, you can't expect him to produce what he did at fullback at centre this weekend, even with that matchup against Manly. Yeah, and given he was out last week as well, and I think Roosters would be pretty confident heading into this match, there was every chance he could be another late scratching if he's still not 100% fit. So um, definitely you've got to keep your eye on this one. And uh, yeah, I, I do like him, but I think you've got to definitely manage your expectations. JP Parker is asking, he's got his follower Milestone cranking today as well. Walker to Burton. I already have Munster. We'll get to Cody Walker in a sec, but pretty poor game on the weekend. 15 points. Copped a head knock early, which probably knocked him around. Mm. But, uh, and with that tough run coming home, I can see why people are selling Walker. Personally, I own. He's one of those guys that can uh, go against a tough matchup. Plus, he's got Latrell by his side as well. I'm blaming the head knock for what happened last week, so I'm going to hold. But having said that, I can certainly see why he'd go Walker to Burton. Yeah, well, we were talking about Latrell before, and I said I didn't think the um, the draw scared me off him too much, but it definitely scares me off Walker, just because he's a lot more inconsistent. And um, I think Latrell's a bit more matchup proof so um, I don't hate moving Walker on at all, and I think Burton and Munster are both great buyers. Lots of uh, silly questions coming through <laughs> on here. Should I trade Cleary to Luke Brooks? Uh, there's a couple of others. Should I sell James Tedesco to Luke Walsh? No, definitely not. Um, look, we'll get on to where's Rob today? Didn't his wife come to work? <laughs> no, he's working from home today. Poor old Rob. Let's move on to the most sold list. Tolu Kula, we've mentioned it already, but the Manly drama has some significant supercoach implications. And the biggest is Kula because, well, he already was the most sold player coming into this round, and this has just locked it in. He's made his money. He's peaked in price. Um, he's a definite sell. Yeah, I moved on from him a few weeks ago, and since I sold, he has been pretty solid. But uh, like you said, um, he's, he's delivered for us, but... He's not playing this week, and uh, I think if you can move him on to someone like Val Holmes or not Suwali, but um, Val Holmes, yes, Val Holmes for I, sure. I'd definitely yeah. be moving him on. 
uh, holy moly, Alok Atu is um, out as well through the Manly Pride jersey drama. He's the second most sold player. For me, I don't think I'd be selling. You've got your head-to-head final starting next week. So just hold for this round, and he'll be a good number for that round because he's right up there with the best two RFs in the competition this year. Yeah, and presumably he's back next week and back to his devastating best. So um, I'd definitely be holding. I know he is in a lot of the top-ranked teams, so uh, maybe a bunch of the teams that... Uh, you know, have, have tr- lots of trades left and can't really afford uh, a down week uh, moving him on. So I'd say it's a luxury trade. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on to Cody Walker, we've probably spoken about him enough already. Isaiah Tass is in a similar boat in that he is at the Rabbitohs who have a really tough draw to end. Plus, the, I mean, the thing with Tass is he's made his money. He's made 200K. He's done a great job for us. Cash him in. Yeah, I brought him in purely for the buy coverage, and he's not one of my starting centre wings. So if I had more trades, I'd be moving him on. The issue with him is that they do have um, Campbell Graham coming back soon, so maybe he doesn't hold his spot in the team. Mm-hmm. In any case, uh, he's solid cover in your side until then if you choose not to sell. Ezra Mam, I've got it's a tough decision with him because he's got the Tigers this weekend, plus he's got a couple of good matchups in the run home, including the Dragons, I think, are in there. So he's one of these guys that you could play in those weeks. Mm. He's made his money, though, so you could go him up to Burton or um, Tedesco with the right jewels or um, Cameron Munster. Yeah, I really like him. I think he's definitely a startable or reserve option almost for the rest of the season. Um, the Broncos have a decent run. They're looking really good at the moment. Um, and Ezra Mam has been pretty consistently scoring 60-plus, so... Um, I think this is more of a luxury trade, but um, if I if I could move him on to Burton or Munster, I, I could get around that. But um, I mean, I already have my five eights are Munster and Mam, so I'm definitely holding him for the rest of the season, barring injury. What are your thoughts on Scotty Drinkwater? He's been pretty strong for most of the season, but last two weeks hasn't gone that well. A Forty and a thirty, I think it is off the top of my head. So he could easily be sold, and he's the sixth most sold player. You've got Munster, etc. Calling. What are your thoughts? He's been a good pod for most of the year. Yeah, a great. And he's pod. got that good run, the same as uh, Val Holmes. He he was one of those players that uh, I missed out on at the start of the season, and then yep. by the time I was ready to get on him, it was too late. So I. Haven't had him at any point this season, and he's been one of those guys that I've wanted. Um, the last couple of weeks have been down weeks for sure, um, but uh, I think given the, the form that he's shown for earlier on in the season, uh, I think um, with some good matchups coming up, uh, he'll be back to his best. Yeah, surely I think he comes good. Max King is a popular sell. I assume this is people going up to Haas. Yep. I'm holding him as cover. Not just in the front row, but in the back row as well. You should be able to swing those nuffs so they can cover both of those positions since he picked up that dual positioning in uh, round 18 or 17 or whenever it was. So, uh, look, for me, he's a hold. He's good backup, but if you can get him to Haas, Cameron Murray, then just do it. Yeah, I'm the same. The the fact that he's got the 2RF now means that he stays on my team just because of the extra cover, but... I uh, can totally understand if you're moving him on, especially I mean, for Fafita. He's been averaging 60s uh, not recently. Not Fafita, Haas. For, yeah, <laughs> well, I captained Fafita last week. Should have done that. <laughs> uh, he's been averaging 60s, so that's right. I mean, it's not quite elite in that position, but it's not far off either. Yeah. CSC for Talakai, interesting one here. He, he hasn't kept that momentum going from that incredible start that he had. 
So I can see why people would sell. I own him. I think it's a luxury trade to be selling him though. Yeah, I mean, I have him in my team, but he's not in my starting back row and I'm not reserving him. So right. if I had trades, I'd definitely be considering moving him on. Yeah, I guess him to Val Holmes would be a pretty good trade. Yeah. Or him down to Jojo for feeder and free up cash. Yeah, I, I can I can get around that at all uh, uh, a lot. So, yeah. And then finally, Will Panasini. I mean, he's done a great job, but he has peaked. Let's do questions now to the end. Cool. Uh, who are the must-have centres running home? Interesting decision because uh, I feel like Garrick uh, is probably going to hit the skids in the next few weeks. You've got Val Holmes who's really coming up. Then you've got guys like Targo and Talon May who could get affected by the injury to Jerome Lua, who, of course, mm. pulled out for eight weeks. I know Sean O'Sullivan's a pretty solid player and he's come in and done a good job so far this year, but that is a loss for, for those two guys, plus kick out on that left edge. Yeah, I mean, they've been must-starts for me for pretty much the entire season, but now yeah. they sort of move into that territory where you might consider benching them or, or reserving them, um, but I, I'm definitely going to be keeping them just because I'm low on trades, so... Um, oh. I think Val Holmes is the must-have uh, centre wing. Michael Carver is asking, does Nofo play for the Storm this week? So the news there is that Nofaluma has signed with the Storm till the end of the season. So there's a chance he goes to the Storm, wins a premiership, and then goes back <laughs> to the Tigers next year. He's So I'm not 100% sure what the rules are here, but he hasn't been named in their team yesterday, so I assume that means he is not eligible to play this week. Yeah, uh, they would have to get an exemption to rush him in right. this week, which I think is probably unlikely. Yeah, you'd um, have to think so. But they're, they're pretty I'd say he's a pretty good shot for next week. Yep, I think so too. He's a um, pretty, uh, pretty damn solid player and a great little signing for them for yeah, the last roster spot. For sure. Cherry Evans or Teddy for the run home? What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I'm not liking DCE with this manly drama. Teddy for me. Yeah, I mean, DC is still one of the most consistent halfback options, but if you can only pick one, it would definitely be Teddy for me. Yep, same for me. M. King to Haas and Nas Firma to Taumalolo. First of all, King to Haas, I'd lock it in. Yep. I'm going to hold... I've got both of them. I'm going to hold them both. And then Nas or Firma to Taumalolo. I don't think you can go wrong getting rid of either of those guys. I'd probably prioritise getting rid of Firma. Nofo is a class CTW that scores well. So, I mean, look, I'd like to give him one game to see how he actually goes. But, yeah, he could be a real pod for the come, for the run home, given that he's a, he has been an absolute super coach gun in the past without scoring tries. Yeah. And now he's at the storm. We've got one of the best attacks in the comp. Yeah, I mean, coming into that side without Pappenhausen, uh, probably, I mean, if he was in that team with Pappenhausen there... Uh, You'd think he'd have to be a, a very interesting pod uh, for the run home. But, yeah, like you said, even without tries, he's been a, a gun in the past. So um, going back to the uh, going to the Storm, a much better attacking outfit. Um, he's definitely one to keep an eye on in the coming weeks. Uh, we'll have one more question, or it's a comment, really, from Adrian, and it's a good one to finish on. The, dream, the green tracksuit makes you look like an athlete, Tom, <laughs> which I'm pretty happy with. Commonwealth Games coming up, of course. I'm pretty happy with that call. So let's end it there. Thanks to Wilson. We'll catch you for the Countdown Show, 7 p.m. Thursday. See you then.